Hello there and a very warm welcome to the inaugural episode of the Frantic Football Podcast on World Football Index. Now, as you might be able to guess uh, from those two names, this is going to be a podcast covering football all over the world. And since there's so much football for us to cover, we will have to be quite frantic about it. So this is what we're calling episode zero. Uh, this is a sort of introduction episode where we'll introduce the four of us uh, who you'll hopefully be hearing regularly on this podcast and also just giving you uh, a quick teaser of uh, what to expect from this podcast in terms of content, in terms of format. So let's cover all of that uh, after this. Right, so as I said, uh, there's four of us who you should hopefully be hearing uh, fairly regularly on this podcast. Uh, so those four include me, Neil Shelat, uh, Ben Griffiths, Rafael Adelukba, and Alex Barker. So first up, uh, let's just quickly introduce ourselves. Uh, let's start with you, Ben. Yeah, uh, thanks, Neil. Hi, everyone. I'm Ben Griffiths. I uh, am a very, very huge fan of many different leagues. I, if anyone knows me from Twitter, uh, you'll see it's very sporadic uh, and very, very wide ranging, I would say. So I do a lot of stuff everywhere from the very tip of Europe all the way to the very tip of Asia. Um, and so Asian football is one of my biggest things. And so that's kind of what I'll talk about today too, but I'll do a lot of different things from pretty much outside of the top five, I would say is, is what my uh, persona is trying to be because there's a lot of there's a lot of data there's a lot of tactics there's a lot of coverage of the top five uh but there's so much football outside of that um and especially outside of those countries that that the top five are in and so i've been doing a lot of data doing a lot of writing the past couple of years as i've gotten deeper and deeper into football to get from that fan into more of the fanalist and then uh at times just being more of an addictive analyst i'd say um but it's it's a lot of fun and i really enjoy finding more leagues uh, every time. It seems like I find a new league, I get addicted to it, dive in for a good month or so down the rabbit hole, add that to the, the list of the leagues. I could say I'm not necessarily an expert in, but definitely a fan of. Um, so it really has just been a really fun experience. Stuff in the past seven, eight months as I've been finding more and more leagues and branching out from the, those top leagues of the world into where pretty much most leagues are the same quality wise and, and so much passion around the world too um that really brings you into it and makes you want to dive deeper into those leagues right so um yeah i guess that that's a little bit about me and kind of my my story of football yep definitely uh scrolling through your twitter feed is quite an experience with all the radars <laughs> from all a lot of, of in the world. back and forth on the different uh yep. sections of the world yep it's really interesting and yeah we've also got uh rafael adelukba uh so rafael could you please tell us a bit about yourself as well um, yeah, just like um, Ben, I'm very excited to be on the podcast and hopefully um, some great things can happen. Um, yeah, um, just like Ben, I'm, I'm a guy who's going from just being a fan watching the games to being a fan 
talking and writing and 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 whatnot about about football. Um, I've probably been writing for a good year and a half now since uh, the Euros, so I've been so I'm not too in depth into the um, industry of writing and whatnot. But um, in the last year and a half now, I've written for various sites like Breaking the Lines, United District, uh, Football Paradise, a few sites like that. And along the way, I've been, uh, I've been writing different pieces and, and delving into different leagues from obviously the Euro's top fives to leagues in Belgium to some leagues in South America as well. So it's been exciting stuff. I've been watching leagues I didn't think I'd ever be watching if you told me that two years ago. But, um, but yeah, I'm hoping on this podcast that I can be able to share my experiences of watching football on the weekend, just like uh, the rest of you guys. Yep, uh, and we've also got Alex Barker. Uh, Alex, could you just tell us a bit about yourself and how you got into covering uh, football all over the world? Absolutely. Well, you might otherwise know me as the Euro expert. Hopefully, you've uh, listened to this podcast for that reason. And uh, yeah, I've how I got into football was I looked at English coverage of football, English media coverage of European football. Decided it definitely wasn't good enough, and thought I would fill that gap. And three years later, here I am giving you the lowdown on all the European games, and I've got a fun one to watch it this weekend. Yep, and we'll be getting onto that very shortly. Uh, but first, let me just quickly introduce myself uh, and also the idea of the podcast. Uh, so my name is Neil Shelat, uh, and if you go onto my Twitter handle, which is at Shelat Neil, uh, you'll find the first thing there uh, in my bio uh, is Missionary of the Religion of Football. Uh, and, and that's a phrase I really love. Uh, I wish I'd come up with it, but I... In all honesty, I heard it at a conference and I just translated it from uh, Spanish to English. Uh, but yeah, th- that's, uh, I, as I said, I really love it. And that's how I really see myself because I try to watch football all over the world as much as possible. And I try to uh, shed light on, you know, lesser known leagues, lesser known teams, lesser known stories. Because, uh, you know, I believe... There's there's amazing things happening all over the world in football, and if you're going to rest- restrict yourself to you know just a few leagues or teams that get most of the mainstream media coverage, then I'm afraid you're missing out on a lot. Uh, so yeah, that's basically the idea behind this podcast. It's it's to help you not miss out uh, on those by covering what's going on all over the world to the best of our uh, to the best of our knowledge and to the best of our efforts. So we'll try to provide equal coverage. Uh, to all the leagues everywhere uh, so that means while we won't ignore the existence of the top five leagues and the major teams we'll focus equally on say something happening in MLS or something happening in the Belgian Pro League maybe in J League in Japan maybe the Moroccan League maybe the Argentine League you get the idea and so yeah we'll focus on as I said teams players and since we're in the January transfer window right now we may also lo- take a look at some interesting transfers that are happening uh, and when I say interesting again I mean perhaps some slightly uh, less lesser known or less lesser reported ones like let's say for example uh, I'm sure you all know that Cody Hakpo moved to Liverpool and that's been reported on widely and while we will acknowledge that and briefly talk about it maybe we'll perhaps focus more on uh, who PSV are signing to replace Hakpo uh, because uh, right now there's a report saying that they're in for Keto Nakamura who currently plays for Lask in the Austrian Bundesliga 
and and he's a fantastic player and you know i'd say he's been the best player in the league or at least been right up there for the last year or so 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 that's the sort of transfers we may talk about that's the sort of stuff we'll focus on um and the way we'll do it uh, is in a semi weekly format every monday we'll record a sort of review episode which looks back uh, which looks back uh, at the weekend's action you know big results big games major storylines etc etc and then every thursday or every friday we'll quickly look back at whatever happened in the week but mainly look ahead to the upcoming weekend and tell you which big games you should be watching and why you should be watching those and w- what sort of big storylines could develop uh, and and just to give you a quick teaser of that sort of stuff uh, all four of us have picked out one big game you should be watching this weekend so uh, let's start with you ben uh, ben scott well, he's got two games from Asia. Yeah, so two games is one round. So this would be the semifinals of the AFF Mitsubishi Electric Cup. Uh, this is uh, pretty much the biggest tournament for Southeast Asia. So you have the ASEAN Football Federation minus Australia, just because they're they're too powerful for this this tournament. So they've never been a part of it. Um, but you have all the countries there: Thailand, Indonesia, Cambodia, Philippines, Brunei Darussalam, Vietnam, Malaysia, Singapore, Myanmar, and Laos. We finished the group stage, so we have two semifinals coming up. Uh, the first one is tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. UK time, um, and that's Indonesia versus uh, Vietnam. So Indonesia was second in their group in Group A behind Thailand. Vietnam finished first in Group B above Malaysia. Uh, and then also we have January 7th at 12.30 p.m. UK time. Then we have Malaysia and Thailand. So Vietnam and Thailand were probably the two favorites coming in to, uh, to win. And they did both make it through Indonesia and Malaysia. Uh, I would say, from what I understand, probably the favorites uh, to make it uh, through to the next round as well. Singapore didn't make it. Um, it Malaysia finished above Singapore, and that might be the biggest uh, uh, the battle between the two of them. So the Indonesia-Vietnam game should be a really fun one because Indonesia are a good team, uh, a solidly built team, but Vietnam, um, they they have yet to concede in their four matches. They haven't conceded at all. Uh, even when they played Malaysia, it was, I think a nil, nil draw or nil, nil draw versus Singapore. And then they beat Malaysia, their runners up three nil. Uh, Indonesia is good. They did have one, uh, big result against Brunei as did pretty much every team in that group, uh, seven nil, but they only won two, one in their other two games. And they drew one, one with Thailand. The, the game against Thailand was potentially their best game, I would say, especially against the best opponent that they faced, and they were able to draw them as opposed to losing. Uh, so it should be a really interesting match. Uh, and then obviously Malaysia and Thailand will be fun to watch as well. Uh, the next day, uh, I would probably say Vietnam and Thailand would be my two favorites to go through to the final. Um, but this tournament has shown that anything can happen. It has been interesting so far. Cambodia did get a nice result versus the Philippines or, or Philippines. Um, so it has been a very interesting tournament. And while some of the biggest teams have made it through as expected, uh, there's always going to be a potential for an upset. And whether we have a Vietnam, Thailand final, uh, Malaysia, Indonesia would be fun as well. Uh, we have some regional derbies going on potentially in that final match, which would make it that much more interesting. Yep, absolutely. It should be really interesting. And we should say that uh, the AFF Mitsubishi Electric Cup is free to watch, I believe, all over the world on YouTube. I'm, I'm not sure if that's the case in the Asian region, uh, but I'm pretty sure that everywhere else you can watch it on YouTube. So before all the weekend's big games kick off, it's a good way to 
you know get a little appetizer in and speaking of big games um rafael has picked one why don't you tell us about it rafael yeah i've got again that's probably going to be a little bit um uh well known then i'm probably what ben's picked um but yeah i'm um, i've picked uh, milan roma which is at 7:45 on sunday evening um yeah obviously the serie a has been probably for the last two seasons now the most exciting or one of the most exciting leagues to watch alongside the premier league it's just you've got a collective teams that just have an incredible chance of of doing something special in that league we've seen it with napoli this season and and what they've done not just domestically but in europe uh and obviously milan who won the league title last season for the first time since t- 2011 so um they will be hoping to repeat the same thing this season um they're 5 points behind napoli um but obviously with uh napoli being halted by inter last night uh they'll be hoping to hopefully um close that gap that five point gap against roma on the weekend um they sit second uh five points behind napoli uh roma are actually sixth in the division and they're three points off inter so a win could really change the fortunes of either side um roma on the other hand uh they've been having a probably more underwhelming season than what they would have expected in the second season under Jose Mourinho. Usually the second season under Jose Mourinho is meant to be the more um glamorous of his tenure. You're looking at a more successful period of his tenure as he's shown in his last previous clubs. But they're sitting six, they're behind uh, Lazio and of course Inter in fourth. And they'll be hoping with a win Uh, to get onto Inter's thirty-three points, still three uh, points behind them. Um, but yeah, where the Serie A, every team's on sixteen games now, so you're getting to that halfway point in the Serie A, um, where it's literally you're going into a very tricky period where it is all to play for for these teams. So a win could really change either season and the return from the World Cup. Yep, uh, that should be a cracking game on Sunday. Uh, and also on Sunday, uh, Alex has picked out a game from the Eredivisie for us. Yeah, so as someone who tries to keep up with football across Europe, I'm not quite as ambitious as some of the other guys on this podcast, particularly Ben, he watches it from Japan to Denmark, probably Uruguay, who knows that that guy, he's all over the place. Uh, but I try and stick to European football and I watch the Eredivisie quite regularly and but i i tend to focus my games around ajax and psv because you know they win it every year and as the league went into the off season and it's ahead of its big return this weekend i thought i'll i'll quickly check in on the table who's winning and listeners you might be surprised to know it's feyenoord they are currently 3 points clear at the top of the eredivisie ahead of ajax and psv who are jo- both joined second so i will definitely be watching this game on a weekend if you want to hear a bit more about feyenoord i've done my research they've got a really fun player that i uh, actually quite adore it's a russian player who so a player from poland who moved to uh feyenoord from dinamo moscow last season called sebastian szymanski was about seven goals and assists. He's only about 23 years old. He played in the World Cup for Poland. I think he's super 
in fact, he's absolutely superb. A really good player in the final third. Also, a couple other players it's worth mentioning as well. Uh, Kotchu, their sort of defensive midfielder, who's what I saw with Chelsea fans when they were getting into Vincent Fernandez. I said maybe a cheaper option would be uh, Orkan Kotchu. Uh, he's quite a good passer, but very good at defensive numbers. So he we want to look out for. And if you want to look out for someone, uh, someone else as well, I would have said Quinton Timber, who... I believe I might be wrong on this. I think he is the relative of um, the Ajax Timber. Yeah, might double check that. I know he's got a brother. I think think he is Urian Timber's brother. Oh, there we go. My my memory is just about clear. But I've watched him earlier this season. I remember he's making some really good passing to the final third. And he's quite young as well. So these are some good players to watch out for. And then at the other end, you've still got Utrecht to... They've, they've always had a couple of handful of exciting players. I don't know too much about them, so I won't pretend to, but they're still sitting seventh in the league. This should be a decent game. It's away at Utrecht, and it's at seven, 11.15 sorry, UK time on Sunday morning, when there's basically no other game on, apart from probably one in Syria. So you can dual wield these games. Yeah, that should be a cracking game as well. Uh, and for the one I've picked, we make the short trip from uh, Belgium. Sorry, from the Netherlands to Belgium, uh, where Genk will take on Club Brugge uh, just over an hour after uh, Feyenoord's game. That's 12.30pm UK time. So this uh, sees the league leaders, Genk, who have a 7-point lead at the top of the league, uh, take on the defending champions, Club Brugge. Now, Club de- did uh, beat Genk on the opening match day of the season. Uh, 3-2, I believe it was. Great game. But then since then, uh, Genk went on a 16-game unbeaten run, which only ended... Uh, last well, last last week in their final match of 2022 uh, against Kortrijk, who are in the relegation zone of all sides. So Genk will be keen to get back to winning ways, but they'll face a Club Brugge side who have a new manager in charge because Club only a week ago uh, sacked Karl Hufkens, who took over at the start of this season. And to replace him, they've brought in Scott Perker, who uh, many of our English listeners will have heard of because he's previously managed in the Premier League among other places. So this is going to be Scott Parker's managerial debut in Belgium uh, and for Club Brugge. And well, honestly, couldn't get a much tougher test. So it should be a cracking game uh, in Belgium as well. Uh, And well, I guess there's a bit of cheating, but I just want to highlight a couple of other things as well. Uh, There's the intercontinental derby this weekend in Turkey between Fenerbahce and Galatasaray. And they're also the top two in the league. So this is a huge derby, as I'm sure all of you will know. These are two of the big three Istanbul clubs. So these matches are always heated. But now we've got the added twist of the title race. This should be an absolutely huge game. Uh, elsewhere, uh, in Mexico, Liga MX, uh, both for the men and women, is getting back underway. Or rather getting underway for the clausura of the 22-23 season. And over in Asia, the Gulf Cup is getting underway in 2023. So, that's... Your lot, that's a bunch of football for you to watch this weekend. Aside all the big games that you'll probably already uh, be keeping an eye on. So we hope that uh, these games uh, are, well, as good as we've built them up to be. We hope they're enjoyable. We hope you watch them. Uh, We hope you have fun. And we will be back, as I said, uh, recording on Monday for the first proper episode of the Frantic Football Show, where we will look back at all the weekend's action. uh, Hopefully these games won't let us down so we'll be discussing many of those as well as some other stuff happening elsewhere 
so be sure to tune into that uh, and many thanks for listening to this of course many thanks f- to uh, ben uh, rafael and alex uh, for joining me on this episode and we'll be back on monday but until then take care and enjoy the football